0: Welcome, one and all, to Eagle Auto Parts On The Go podcast. You're there, we're here. I'm your host, DJ Harrington, better known as the cardiologist. This is a special edition of Eagle Auto Parts On The Go. It comes to you each week to inform, educate, and bring you tips on keeping your vehicle in top-notch condition. This is a special edition. It's right after the 4th of July and I was kind enough, Doug Williams, the general manager of Eagle Auto Parts said, DJ, your wife, Sheila, did such a good job for the Christmas program. Could we do one for the 4th of July? So I want all our listeners, first of all, Sheila, you're there at the house. I want to ask how are you doing this morning? <laughs> oh,
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We had a great celebration yesterday and I, I just love the holiday.
0: Well, if you'd be kind enough, Sheila, what is Independence Day and why do we celebrate it?
1: Well, uh, let's start with its history uh, and how it came to be. First of all, it's our Independence Day, actually a federal holiday in the United States, and it commemorates the Declaration of Independence being Uh, posted, which was ratified by the Second Continental Congress, and it was back on July the 4th in 1776. And what it did was it established the United States of America as a country. It kind of put the British people and the king on notice. It's when our Congress decided to officially make the British take notice that we were planning on being a free country and to separate ourselves from them. So, we were going to be free whether King George III and England liked it or not. So here's what happened. The actual legal separation of the 13 colonies from Great Britain occurred on July the 2nd in 1776. And it was really approved two days later on July the 4th, 1776. So the original proposal, however, was submitted Uh, by one of the representatives, and it's really known as the Lee Resolution because of his name, Richard Henry Lee of Virginia, and Congress moved to rigorously debate and revise the wording of the Declaration. And they did it to remove some of the vigorous denunciation of the slave trade. So they needed to change some of the wording and there was a lot of debate that went on and by the time it was editing was complete, it was a work of art and all this took about a month to happen anyway because it started in June and it was finished on July the 2nd, 1776. So Congress finally approved it two days later after you know uh, later on July the 4th. So that's the day we celebrate our independence, July the 4th.
0: Boy. And a lot of our listeners, Sheila, are in the Virginia, West Virginia area because Eagle Auto Parts is right there in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Being well, such I'm... a yeah, I was gonna ask you, being such a big piece of work with much thought put into it, some of the writers of the decoration must have had something to say when it was finally done.
1: Oh absolutely, without question. You know, DJ, they really loved it, and they were excited to share it with the rest of the country, the rest of the Americans, the rest of the colonists, and really the rest of the world. It was only one day later uh, when one of the writers of the Declaration, he sent a letter to his wife. That was John Adams, and he sent his, his wife, Abigail, a letter. Here's what he said about what they were doing in Congress. The second day of July, 1776, will be memorable in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade, with shows, game sports, Duns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other, from this time forevermore. Now, doesn't that sound familiar to how we celebrate today?
0: (laughs) It sure does. (laughs) Like the people that celebrated in the neighborhood last night.
1: Right. And we don't call it the great anniversary festival that he talked about. We call it Independence Day. So John Adams was really spot on. From the onset, Americans really celebrated independence on the July the 4th, the date shown on the publicized Declaration of Independence document. Rather than July the 2nd, which is what's on that document, the date of the resolution of independence was really approved in a closed session of Congress. So, you know, a lot of historians have long disputed whether members of Congress really signed it on July the 4th even though Thomas Jefferson, John Adams and Benjamin Franklin we all know their names they all wrote that they signed it on that day most historians though have concluded that the declaration was really signed nearly a month later uh, uh, after its adoption on August the 2nd 1776 and not on July 4th as is commonly believed but we still celebrate it July the 4th just as it is all completed on the on the 4th So, um, and I'm sure you're wondering how many people were born on July the 4th. Yes. Are Okay, and and there were some born then, and there were some that had passed away on July the 4th. So, by remarkable coincidence, we have two presidents, and they were involved in all this, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, the only two signatories of the Declaration of Independence. In other words, they signed it. And they later served as a president of the United States. So it just so happened that they both died on the same day, July the 4th, 1826. And you know what else was important about that day? It was also the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. So that was unique. Wow. Now, James Monroe is another founding father who was elected president. And he also died on July 4th, but he died in 1831. And that made him the third president who died on the anniversary of independence. Now, the only U.S. president to have actually been born on Independence Day was President Calvin Coolidge. And President Coolidge was born on July the 4th, and he was born in 1872, almost 100
0: years later. Well, Sheila, there's our music. We're going to take a fast break. And listeners, when we come back, I'm going to ask Sheila about some famous people who were born on the 4th of July. And I know there's some people, Doug Williams and the people at Eagle Auto Park knows. We'll be right back.
2: Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Or choose our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com or call 800-261-6664. That's 800-261-6664. Or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. You have been listening to Eagle Auto Parts
0: On The Go podcast. This is a special edition for the 4th of July Each and every week, we will bring you a new informative episode. Make sure you download and listen. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to like, review, and share every way. Everywhere you can. And we appreciate all of our listeners for the Eagle Auto Parts. Now, before we took our break, I was asking Sheila... Would you be kind enough to tell us some famous people that were born on the 4th of July? So Sheila, I'll turn it over to you.
1: Okay. Well, there are some people. Some of them I know. Some of them I don't, and I'm sure I don't have a complete list. But anyway, some of the notable people who have independence birthdays are John Waite. He is a singer and songwriter, and some of you might know him uh ellie Saab, i hope i'm saying his name right he was a fashion a notable fashion designer and then of course we all know neil diamond a well-known singer and songwriter and also malia obama i did not realize this she um she was also born on the fourth of july malia is uh, president obama's oldest daughter there is an older actress And you may remember her name or seen her in some of the older films. Eva Marie Saint was born on July the 4th. Post Malone. Post is also a singer-songwriter. And there's an older actress that you might remember her name, Gina Lola Brigida. I believe a lot of military soldiers had her picture inside. (laughs) They sure did. (laughs) At one time. (laughs) Yep. But how about a writer by the name of Nathaniel Hawthorne? He wrote that novel, that famous novel, The Scarlet Letter. So Nathaniel Hawthorne was born on July the 4th. And then there's another actress, and I'm, I'm not really familiar with her, but her name is Becky Newton. Now, there is also another actor you'll know, Tom Cruise. Um, he missed his birthday on July the 4th by only one day. He was born on the 3rd of July. He later starred in the movie... Born on the 4th of July Anyway, so DJ, I know you've heard of the last two names Stephen Foster, who was the father of American music And he wrote over 200 songs Including songs like Old Susanna and My Old Kentucky Home There is another individual who also was born on the 4th of July And this is a more recent uh, TV personality, Geraldo Rivera He's also a contributor on the Fox News Network and was also born on the July the 4th. Kind of on a personal note, my uh, non-famous nephew, Mark, was also born on the 4th of July. <laughs> oh, brother,
0: you had to put Mark in the list. <laughs> oh,
1: and, we, and when he was a young boy, Mark thought the fireworks were always done to celebrate his birthday. And how could everybody <laughs> know it was his birthday? So, as you can remember, we called Mark our firecracker kid.
0: Yeah, and he's still, even though he's a, a cowboy, I want all the listeners to know, he is in the, I guess what, what he does, he he rides buckaroo he's horses. A and,
1: he's a bull rider. A bull rider, so, yeah. Yep, yeah, he's a bull rider in the rodeo. Uh, well, that's what he does on the side. He doesn't do that for a living, but yeah, he does that.
0: Yeah, we were there, I tell our listeners, uh, Sheila and I were there. He came to Georgia, and and we went out to visit him. And that was the night a bull kicked his lip, cut his lip open, knocked his teeth, and I had to take him to the hospital for stitches. And he acted like it was nothing. Seven stitches in his lip.
1: And they had to do it several uh, levels, too. You know, several levels. Inside the mouth and down in, there were, like, several different levels of uh, stitches that had to be done. It was a mess.
0: Hey, Sheila, <laughs> I remember over the weekend when we were there doing this uh the the two ladies you know dear abby and her twin sister who wrote the other uh landers they are they were also born on the fourth of july i've
1: forgotten that i'm so glad you mentioned that
0: yeah and they they everybody knows them as you know tell ann landers or dear abby and they were sisters and they actually wrote a competitive uh column okay let me ask this one of you wasn't July 4th celebration at one point celebrated on a different date, like how we celebrate other national holidays?
1: Well, that's true. When it was first celebrated, if it fell on the weekend, so remember it started in 1776, and I, I should have looked it up to see what day uh, July the 4th was on the weekday, but you can kind of figure it out because three years later on uh, in 1779, July 4th was celebrated on a Monday. And the reason they did that is because it fell on a Sunday. Uh, it fell on a Sunday, and they didn't celebrate those things on a Sunday. They had to wait and celebrate it a different day. So uh, it became an official uh, unpaid holiday for federal employees in 1870. Now, they got the day off, but they didn't get paid, and it wasn't until it became an official holiday that it was actually celebrated on the day it fell, so they took away the Saturday and Sunday. Um, in 1938, Congress made it actually a paid holiday for federal employees. So if it fell on a Saturday, they got the Friday the, the day off, the day before off. So if you fell on Sunday, they got to take off on Monday. So that's one of the reasons why we see post offices, federal offices, and banks are all
0: closed on July the 4th. All right. So tell our listeners, and we got a group of, and I thank each and every one of them, um, how do we celebrate the 4th today?
1: Well, Independence Day is commonly associated with parades in the morning and fireworks at night. We definitely don't call it the great anniversary a festival like uh, John Adams thought. We do uh, parades in the morning, fireworks at night, and probably backyard barbecues and plenty of picnics, carnivals and fairs, and we do concerts and ba- baseball games with fireworks usually afterwards. Um, family reunions, of course, will that gives people an extra extra day or so to to really plan for family reunions, and of course we see lots of political speeches and ceremonies, and it can be considered a long week when weekend for many people. Now, according to the airlines, there is, it's probably one of the most traveled weekends of the year, and I would suspect that it uh, doesn't beat out Mother's Day weekend. But it's very similar to what John Adams wrote in his letter to his wife, Abigail. Uh, and it is our most celebrated national day because of the meaning it has for all of us. Now, I do want to reiterate, kinda, and I wasn't aware of this when checking, I, I didn't realize, uh, that they would do what they do on the military bases on July the 4th. There is a salute of one gun for each state in the United States called a salute to the Union. And that one gun is fired for each state on independence at noon. On every capable military base. So, can you imagine that across the country, all the different military bases, and even across the world, if they're doing that, that they would celebrate that on July the fourth at noon.
0: Well, I think that's wonderful, and I I want to tell our listeners: uh, three houses up from Sheila, my house, uh, there was a gentleman who's I guess Sheila. He must be a deacon in his in his church because the place was covered with all. Young kids with their little flares, and it was at thirty of them out on their lawn with their little chairs, and five or six adults, their parents, out there shutting the you know shooting the fireworks off in the street.
1: Yes, which was yeah. really
0: unusual. Yeah, which was nice, and and I loved the little flares and seeing these little kids that are in kindergarten just holding their flare and and having flashlights that all were red, white, and blue last night. Everyone right. loves celebrating the Fourth. It's festive, and we care you know we get together for that one day, uh, like us eating ribs and all, but what should mm-hmm. it mean to all of us Americans that's really why doug williams when Doug Williams asked hey, that d j could Sheila do something, he's really asking, uh, what should us Americans really be thinking?
1: Well, simply put it, July the fourth means for all of us freedom, one word freedom. Freedom is discussed in our amendments, and without question, it's really what the First Amendment states. And here I'm going to read it. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Well, exactly what does freedom mean? What does it mean to us? It means that we can say what we want, write what we want. We can gather if we want to gather peacefully, and we can petition our country, our government, if we feel it is doing something to harm us. And all of that within the confounds of the law. So, I want to read now something that President Ronald Reagan, he was probably one of my, besides Abraham Lincoln, he was my favorite. Ronald Reagan indicated that our country has shifted away from American way of life toward other ideals. He probably said this particular statement over 30 years ago. You can't be for big government, big taxes, big bureaucracy, and still be for the little guy. You know, what he said affects all of our auto parts customers and small business owners, DJ. We can't bend our thinking to ideals of others in power, whether they be politicians or government officials who should really be having our best interests at heart but don't seem to be. We need freedom, and that freedom comes from the independence, the Declaration of Independence. And that particular... Thing was written more than 20 years ago Ronald Reagan was such an intuitive president and, and I feel like he was really ahead of his time but I also love this statement by William F. Buckley and I believe he died in 2008 and probably didn't see a lot of what we're seeing today, he saw some of it but however he brought out some good points on what could happen in our country if we're not careful uh, and here's what he said I mean to live my life an obedient man, but obedient to God, subservient to the wisdom of my ancestors, never to the political truths arrived at yesterday at the voting booth.
0: Wow. You're telling it like it is, girl. Uh, what can we do to make sure our country doesn't change into what our founding fathers feared?
1: Well, it's simple. We have to remember, and we have to look back to go forward. Sometimes we forget what our ancestors did for us to make the United States a country, and the extent to which they worked so we could survive. We have endured many things in our lifetime, but it's up to us so our country doesn't forget why we celebrate July the 4th. You know, even back in the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln had to remind Americans why this country was started so they could go forward. We all know this speech. Here's part of what he said on November the 19th. In 1863, by the way, I really hope educators and teachers are still requiring students to memorize this speech because it is very important. Four score and seven years ago, Our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty, and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. You know, he went on to say, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, that we cannot forget what happened, and others who fought for this country didn't die in vain, and that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that. Government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. You know, our country is always going to be evolving. But no matter what changes, the United States of America was built on pr- principles of freedom. And, and sometimes we forget what our ancestors did for us to make the United States a free country. And might not understand to the extent of what they went through to get this country to survive. And it's up to us, you, me, and our listeners, to tell our children and our grandchildren what this country was founded on. So they respect from where it comes from. It's our history. And even though some of it is bad and we'd like to forget the reason for the Civil War and other wars that we were involved in through the last century or two, it's part of our history hopefully never to be repeated. That's why we celebrate July the 4th, so that we can remember where we've come from, so we can know where we're going. You know, DJ, the ending of Abraham Lincoln's address is outstanding because you can see it being appropriate, even for today. The world will little note, nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work, which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us. And from these honored dead, we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion that we here highly resolve. That these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Now, DJ, there are a couple more quotes from President Lincoln and Reagan that I'd like to read, and, and, and then I'm finished. This is a powerful one from uh, President uh, Lincoln. Great statesmen as they were, our founding fathers knew the tendency of prosperity to breed tyrants, and so they established these great self-evident truths that when in the future some man, some faction, some interest, should set up the doctrine that none but rich men, none but white men, or none but Anglo-Saxon were entitled to life, liberty, and their pursuit of happiness— their prosperity might look up again to the Declaration of Independence and take courage to renew the battle which their father began. You know, he was telling us what to recognize and how to avoid it. I sure wish everyone could read and take his statement to heart. And in the words of another iconic and wise leader, President Ronald Reagan, he warned us that freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. And if you've ever heard President Reagan's son, Michael Reagan, I know we see him every now and then on, on TV and things. If you've heard him speak, then you'll know that President Reagan did a good job passing along his beliefs about freedom to his next generation.
0: Sure. Michael Reagan. Yeah, he sure it did.
1: All right. Well, DJ, I wish those listening to today's podcast that they had a happy Fourth of July worth remembering and that they will continue to celebrate what it means to us as a nation by telling our children and our grandchildren about the importance of celebrating this amazing country because it really is amazing.
0: Well, I thank you very much, Sheila, on behalf of Eagle Auto Parts, Doug Williams, the team up there. I know they had a great Fourth of July. And all of our listeners uh, today in the studio, Chuck Camp and I, Chuck Camp is the producer. He and I both reminisced about in sixth grade how we had to memorize the Gettysburg, you know, delivery at Gettysburg by President Lincoln. Shelly you did a great job, and I hope all of our children and grandchildren had a great day on the 4th of July, and we celebrate America. Until the next time on Eagle Auto Parts On The Go podcast, this is DJ Harrington. Have a safe and wonderful holiday starting with the July 4th.